Twin Cities Orthopedics is proud to be the official sports medicine provider for Tommy Athletics. TCO is trusted by some of the biggest names in sports, and they bring that same level of care to our athletes. Thank you, TCO, for being a part of our team. Visit TCOMN.com to learn more. Hello and welcome to Tommy Talks, the weekly podcast bringing you inside St. Thomas Athletics, where we'll get to know those who wear the purple and gray. I'm Corbu Status, and this week our guest is Claire Ricard, senior opposite hitter from volleyball. We talk about going from small town to Division I athletics, the growth of the volleyball team over the last three years, and being the youngest sibling. We also talk about being in a family of musicians, her musical career goals, songwriting, and much more. Now, here's our conversation with Claire Ricard on another edition of Tommy Talks. Claire, welcome into the podcast. We like to start off the podcast with the familiar question, why St. Thomas? What made you decide to become a Tommy? Um, well, first, thanks for having me, Corbu. Um, why I chose St. Thomas, I actually was recommended to tour it by my mom, and I was playing club volleyball my senior year, and I was signed up with this recruiting um, portal that allowed us to email coaches and whatnot, and so I toured a couple in the Mayak, and I toured um, Moorhead State, which is where my parents went, and then I toured St. Thomas. And when I came here and toured the campus and met with Tang and heard about the program and along with the location, it all just felt right. Um, but yeah, specifically because of the education, but also because of the program that Tang runs. He said he recruits nice and honest kids. and. Yeah. Um, it's like a family and that's, it was just the right fit for me. And I'm really happy that I stuck with my gut and came here. Yeah. So you're nice and honest. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. And I would never know. You <laughs> well, could be lying skill. to me right now. Yeah. He said, <laughs> o- he said over skill, over talent, um, that is what's more important. And yeah, I don't know. That just stuck out to me. But yeah, yeah hopefully I, I'm nice and honest. Yeah. I hope so too. Otherwise, well, I guess we'll find out later yes, maybe somebody yes. will hear this podcast and be like no not at yeah. all but i doubt it um so what you leave benson which i would imagine is a pretty small town i've never been to mm-hmm. benson it's about what two and a half hours away two and a half exactly yeah. and it is three thousand people so a small town very small yeah but you have a dairy queen we do have a dairy queen i worked at dairy queen oh you did yes for a few years all right my friends. what was the biggest pain to have to make when somebody ordered it um I love making a banana split, but a banana split a banana split blizzard is like the messiest, mm-hmm. runniest blizzard ever, and that is hard. Also, smoothies because you have to go to the back and take a while to make those. But yeah, anything else? It was really fine. easy. Yeah. What's the one thing from Dairy Queen that you will eat no matter what? Peanut butter sundae. Yeah. Yes. That's a, what's the one thing from Dairy Queen you will never eat again? Um. <sighs> Nothing. I don't know. Probably, yeah, I like everything. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get tired of any of it. No. So you leave Benson. Was St. Thomas being in the city part of the appeal to you? Yeah, I definitely wanted to be in a bigger place than where I grew up. Um, a lot of my friends went to Fargo, and, yeah, I just wanted to go somewhere bigger, and I, I do like the cities, and so 
Yeah, that was also part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the transition from D3 to D1, did you know that it was going to happen when you signed on? Yeah, I. my mom was the one who knew, and then yeah. I met with Tang, and he said it's not official, but there's talk, and I think by then we were already kicked out of the conference. And so I, I knew about it, wasn't sure if it was official yet, and um, then I, I didn't know what that would mean for me either, but right. I just worked hard and here we are now so yeah that that's it's been a great unique experience and i'm really happy i got to be a part of the transition yeah and one of the last groups now that you guys are all seniors yeah. that will have seen both worlds what was the biggest difference for you from d3 to d1 well d3 was also different because of covid that's right yeah and we only <laughs> had nine games here in the arc and we played a couple away and we were wearing masks and no fans, and it was it was very different right. than when we went D1 and we were back into full swing, no restrictions, and we were traveling and playing at this higher level. So there was quite a lot of differences, um, but the biggest one was probably the level of play and just, yeah, traveling everywhere was, was different. Yeah, because that's a tough transition from high school to college oh, anyway. Yeah. And then you're making another step up. That had to be interesting, I guess. Yeah, it was interesting for sure. Um, it was really different because I came from a small class A, class double A school and then to college. And um, yeah, D3, it was still a higher level. And then we went to D1 and we were playing some really good teams. And yeah, it was a great learning opportunity, great challenge, and it's been really fun to see how much we've grown since mm -hmm. the transition. Yeah, and, and the team really has. I mean, it took some lumps the first couple of years. It felt like this year you guys were finally, even though you dealt with a ton of injuries, finally getting your legs. Absolutely, underneath you. yeah. Um, yeah, that first year, that first year was great. It was definitely, um, it was definitely scary and not easy. Um, but I think we've been very resilient and have shown so much growth and we're competing with every single team and we're, we're able to make people think that we're going to beat Omaha and the, the people that won the Summit League. And it's really cool yeah. to see how, how well we compete and how well we've been able to put people in for others who are injured and get other girls experience. And I think that's only going to make the team stronger in the coming years. How did you keep that? strength mentally going through those situations where you knew that it was going to be tough but you knew you had to come out and compete every single night and know be mentally tough to come back for your junior year and for your senior year and be willing to pave the way for the future I think because that we are still in that probation period of not being able to play in the tournament yet until I think two more years it's basically like we have nothing to lose and we we literally have nothing to lose. We don't, if we, like, we, we can win our last game and we can end our season on a win and no, no other team gets to do that. And so I think um, having that on our shoulder and knowing that we don't have anything to lose is one thing to just motivate us and show people that even though we might be underdogs, like, we can spoil some teams. And we definitely did, especially this year. Um, I don't think people expect us ever to come out and play how we do. And I, it's not always perfect, but we always, I feel like we always fight and we show some teams who we are and who St. Thomas is. And so 
with the injuries this year too, um, we were able to put other girls in and be able to gel on the court. And I don't think a lot of teams would be able to do that and overcome those bumps as well as we did this this season specifically. Yeah. Let's talk about your family. Uh, one of four kids, yes. right? Yep. Where do you fall in the line of that? I'm the youngest. You're the baby. I am the baby, the yeah. golden child. The golden <laughs> child. Wow. The babies always say that when really, truly, it's the firstborn. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know. <laughs> that could be debated. Yeah. All right. So what was life like uh, being the baby in the Ricard household? Um, I was always asked to go fetch water for my siblings all mm -hmm. the time. I was always asked to, yeah, get my siblings things. That was probably the biggest one. Um, but <laughs> other, there's also just a lot of, uh, a lot of little fighting and uh, sibling run-ins. Mm -hmm. But um, ultimately. Yeah, super fun to be in a big household and have great siblings, great parents. Um, I shared a room with my sister Grace growing up, and so that was that was in, that was fun. I, I <laughs> <laughs> there were some moments. Though. There were some moments, yeah. but yeah, we had a great time growing up in our in Benson, four blocks away from the school. We were still late for school a couple times, <laughs> but. We were, yeah, right in the center of school, can walk to everything. Um, yeah, I love Benson. I loved growing up there. Yeah. Yeah. So nowadays when it's a water break for the team, do you hustle over thinking that you got to get water for all of your teammates? No. <laughs> no. No. Okay, good. Yeah. But still on holiday breaks, I'm sometimes I get asked to fill up my siblings some water. It's so funny. What's the age difference between you and the oldest? Um, seven years. Seven years. So yeah. that's a pretty good difference. Mm -hmm. So, and take me through. You have two sisters. Yep. And a brother. Yes. Okay. And where do they all fall? Um, Grace is the second youngest. We know that. Yep. Grace is the second youngest, and she's living in L.A. And then. Hannah is five years older than me, living here in Minneapolis. And then Holland is the oldest, living out in Oregon. Okay. Yes. And all athletes, one of them rode at Minnesota. Yeah, so they were all active in everything. And I was going to tell you this, like in Benson, in a small town, everyone kind of does everything right. and you're kind of expected to, and especially with my siblings leading the way. Um, um, all of them were athletes. Um, Grace and Holland were gymnasts. Holland was in softball. Um, Hannah was a track, was a thrower, and she was in volleyball and um, basketball. Grace did tennis. Hannah did tennis. So a lot of different sports. And then there's also like the music and extracurriculars that we are involved in. Yeah. So they def all my siblings definitely led the way, um, and I wanted to be just like them and doing all these things. And I was kind of, like, we all kind of just have to in a small town, like all my, everyone was either at least in one sport, at least in one extracurricular, but we were, I feel like we were in like a lot um, of those things. And so, and then yes, my sister Hannah, she rode at the U for a year. Um, and then, um, sh yeah, cause she was a state, tr she was a state thrower um, for Minnesota and then they just recruit like strong people to be on their rowing team, if, even right. if they've never done it before. So that was really fun to watch her row. And yeah, and then there's me playing volleyball in college. And then my parents yeah. also played in college too. Yeah, Moorhead State. Yeah. So athletics were just part of the family growing yes. up. Yeah. yeah. 
What about music? Because I know you're into music. So was that also just part of the family? Yeah. So my mom and dad are just musical people in general. Like my mom likes to sing. My dad plays guitar. Um, my mom my mom also played the flute. And so I played the flute. And my, si- my sibling, Holland, played the flute. And my... Sorry. I'm going <laughs> to slow down a little bit. No, that's all right. Um, you're excited. We all played instruments in band. And we all sang in choir. And all of my siblings were they made it into or were the alternate for the Minnesota All-State Choir. And so then I did that as well. And that was really awesome. And so, yeah, we've all just been involved in music and, um, and sports. And we were just high achieving kids in Benson as we were (laughs) encouraged to be, to help this, the, the school, um, keep its events going yeah so who's the best singer who's the best musician of the of the siblings um we all have our strengths i think and grace also so a lot of my siblings too are pursuing music for their career so grace is or something creative so grace is an actor and um hannah is pursuing music therapy and i'd say holland is the best singer and hannah and I think I'm the best at guitar. Okay. And Grace is the best at acting. And um, she's also the best at playing the ukulele, I think. Oh, there you go. But we all are really good together. We've done like gigs together as, as a sibling group as well. Yeah. Where's the Ricard family band? <laughs> I know. We, we, we played a wedding once this like, last summer and... That was really fun, and like we should keep that going. We uh, yeah. we would also do like talent shows growing up together. And do you know the the skit by Axis of Awesome called like the Four Chord Song? No. They play all these songs, and it's it's just like a funny humorous skit. You need to watch it. Okay. We we did that for a talent show once. It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. What would the family band name be? Do you have one? Um, uh, like I don't know. <laughs> we don't we just it would probably just be the Ricard sisters but or like Weavy's Angels. Weavy's that's like that's my dad's nickname and that's Weavy? our like family group chat okay. name because it's like Weavy. It's my dad, yeah. Steve, his name is and then all of his angels. So that's probably maybe what it would be. Yeah, Weavy's Angels. Yeah. I like it. Why does your dad have the nickname Weavy? Because when he was growing up one of his friends couldn't say stevie and it, it would say like it'd be sounded out as weavy and yeah. so then that just stuck as a nickname i think yeah yeah that's pretty amazing mm-hmm. to have that nickname for yes. a long long time yes okay so weavy's angels coming soon to a stage near you absolutely uh you're gonna pursue a career in music yeah what side do you want to be in front of the mic behind the mic so i um i'm an artist myself i've been in the process of um writing some songs and getting them ready to hopefully release in the next year. Cool. And so I would love to, yeah, pursue being an artist. And I, I do like performing. Um, that I feel like when I'm not on the volleyball court, I'm just either playing with my cats or playing the guitar in my room. So that's one of my favorite hobbies. And, um, yeah, I'm really excited to show people some of my music. And um, with music business, I, um, I see myself – there's a lot of things I could do with it, um, but I want to go and go to L.A. or a, a music central city and um, work at a record label just to get some, like, beginning music industry experience. And then I could see myself going off and 
like starting my own record label or something or just we'll see like what happens with my music as well but right. um being an I would be I could see myself being an artist manager or doing venue booking um or even like social media content or design something with those those things because I've been at St. Thomas I've been minoring in both recording arts and digital media arts. So I think I've gained a lot of unique skills um, that could help me help set myself apart or help me be um, able to get some different jobs. So I feel like I have a variety. And I've also been in Tommy Media as well doing design. Okay. And so there's just been a lot of great opportunities I've gained here that I think will set me up for success after college. Um, but yeah, I see myself first working in the music industry and gaining experience while also um, being an artist myself. Yeah. And and I think those skills will also help me market myself as an artist too, which is really great. 100%. Um, so yeah, I like, I think when you're working in the industry, you do have to do a lot of different things. And so, yeah, I definitely will be doing many different, um, different sort of gigs. But yeah, those are the main two is working in the music industry as um, an artist manager or a content creator or, co or a social media manager and then pursuing my music as well. There's a great music scene here in Minneapolis, too. I know there Paul. is, yes. Yeah. Have you dived into that? Um, I've gained a lot of good connections with my classmates. Mm -hmm. um, and there's my friend Nate Walker. He's a very good guitarist, and he's a part of a couple bands. And I've been able to get to know them and go to their shows and i am obsessed with some of their music for daphne jane and this band called aiden intro and i would love to get in with those smaller indie bands um but i haven't really made that much of an effort to <laughs> right <laughs> to so got some things going on yeah absolutely yeah. I'm, I'm very busy but yeah it's been great to get to know them and i think knowing get networking with those musicians will definitely help me in the future um, and I guess I've done a lot like at St. Thomas with me different music groups. So like in band, we've performed different concerts and there's the big Christmas concert and we went to Greece to perform and that's, that's awesome. been, that's been really cool. And so those are what I've been doing recently in terms of performing, but I haven't gotten into, um, getting gigs myself here in Minneapolis, which I would love to do in the near future. Take me through writing a song. How does that start? Does it start on the guitar? Does it start with lyrics? How do you how do you write? It depends. It's a different. So writing a song is basically rewriting old songs. So sometimes it'll be an idea of lyrics, or sometimes it'll be an, a melody idea, like a tune in my head that I can't um, stop thinking about, and then I'll record it on my voice memos. That's the biggest thing for me is recording what I'm thinking, and then I can use that to make it something bigger and so usually it'll be a lyric idea paired with a melody and then I'll combine them and then I'll keep playing it over and over and writing what what else I think needs to be said and yeah. then I'll get on my um, my Logic Pro my DAW that I used to record and I will start like recording it and producing it and mixing it um, but yeah usually it starts with either a lyric idea or a melody yeah yeah my process still isn't like one consistent thing every time. It's different every time. But that's an artist's brain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're out and about, you're at a friend's house or you could be shopping or something, mm -hmm. will it be something somebody says or just you have a, a turn of phrase where you're like, oh, I like that? 
sometimes take that with me. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes if I'm in a conversation, like with my boyfriend or with my family, or just I see a sign or something, sometimes I'll write write it down when it like clicks to me, and I'll I'll yeah. write it down just so I don't forget it. Um, or if I if I think of like a melody or something in my head, or that someone else comes up with, yeah, I'll I'll take out my phone and I will record it on voice memos. Okay, what style of music? I like indie. I don't know if that, if you know the, that style, but yeah. just small singer-songwriter, like mm-hmm. voice and a guitar. Um, specifically, like the artists, like Phoebe Bridgers or Claro or Ben Rector. Those are some of my bigger inspirations. But yeah. I also like um, bedroom pop, and I like I like rock. I like the British rock, and um, yeah. I like, yeah, I like a lot of different styles, but yeah. in indie is what I see myself doing right now. It's like very lyrical and not a lot of other things going on besides me and my guitar. Okay, so when you're writing a song, is it pretty straightforward with what you're trying to say? Like the lyrics are straightforward, they mean what they mean? Or do you like a little subtle meaning, playing with words? So... I want to be, I try to be subtle. Like, I know that there's a lot of ar- other artists out there that have, like, really hidden meanings behind their songs, and I, I try to do that a little bit. But ultimately, for me, my style is literally telling it how it is okay. and being straight up. Some things might be a little clever, but for the most part, it's very straight up. Like, yeah. here's here's what I'm saying here. And yeah. Yeah. I love you. Or I hate yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, have you written a song for anybody before? Um, I have, I have like little journal entries about people. Um, like for example, my mom and dad, like, and, and like my volleyball experience, I have songs related to those things and Mm -hmm. some of my past relationships as well. And I have things written down, but I don't have any, any songs fully finished about anyone quite yet. Has there ever been a volleyball song? Could you be the first person I, <laughs> to write a volleyball song? I think so. I think that might be my niche. <laughs> <laughs> Athlete, volleyball player, and artist. Yeah, um, that's right. I you, was. It was going to be about some things that I've learned being a Division One athlete, or just being an athlete yeah. in general. Because I've learned a lot. Yeah, I um, bet. Yeah. I bet you there's, but there's a ton of puns out there with between set, net, uh, killing it, you True. know. True. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're I'm right. going to keep serving them yeah. up to you. Yeah. Yeah. See That's what I did a, there? Another. Yeah. That was very helpful, actually. Yeah. 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 So, anytime, if you need any co authors okay. for any volleyball songs, love it. Yeah. Let me know. Got it. Won't even be <laughs> I <credit>. will. <laughs> <laughs> or, how often have you performed? You've you done some with your family. Like, do you ever just go to a coffee shop or an open mic night or anything like that? Not recently, but I, now that volleyball is over, I have a lot more time to mm-hmm. go out and do that. And I, coffee shop is a great venue for me and i think um yeah probably the easiest to like reach out to coffee shops and i know there's open mics as well and so not recently have i been doing that however there's been other things like weddings and um, funerals that i've played for either by myself or with um a sibling or a friend and so i uh, yeah this summer i did a wedding reception and yeah it's been really fun and i'm really excited to get back into that now that 
yeah, volleyballs out of season. There's something about performing, right? Like being in front of people, being on a stage, being able to hold their attention. I mean, what for you, what is it about performing? For me, it's just about making something that would be without music better because it has music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about, like, the attack. I mean, yeah, if you, it's nice to, like, get compliments and everything, but it's more about just bringing some more positivity and more good vibes to an event that either would have had no music or would have just had, like, an aux chord. Like, it's just it's just fun for me to, yeah, brighten people's day and bring, bring some live music to an event. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so off to L.A. or wherever musical place goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you worried about? What are your fears as you head out there? My fears are, well, I mean, one of them is making friends. And I feel like, I don't know if that, sh- I don't know. I know it's hard, but I know it'll happen. Like my, yeah. my sister moved out to L.A. And if I go to L.A., first of all, I already have her. That and helps. I already have, yeah, her and her friends. And, um, but I know there's ways like to meet friends. I know there's apps and I know there's like <laughs> things I could do. Um, right. and, uh, but that's one of my ner- nerves, just like, it'll just being in a new place in general. Um, yeah. But I guess my other, yeah, I guess that's like the, the main the one. one. Yeah. Well, and I- just like driving as well. I'm nervous to drive in LA because yeah. I can barely handle I-94 and like <laughs> double that in the size of lanes in LA. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just nervous for that as well. Um, I Let me tell you, as somebody who didn't grow up here, mm-hmm. it is a lot easier to make friends in almost every place else other than Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Now, Minnesotans are f- super friendly, but everybody's grown up together, right? Yeah. Your dad has grown up with the same amount of people. They He's got his name, nickname, mm-hmm. Heavey. Weavy, <laughs> Weavy, yes, yes. Yeah. excuse me, Weavy, uh, from the same people he's grown up with because he's known them for however yeah. many years, right? But LA is a lot more transitory, so a lot of people move in there, so everybody's in your situation. Yeah, so you're they right. have to make new friends. Yeah. The other nice thing about driving in LA is that they actually are determined to get somewhere, which I'm not so sure is the point in Minnesota. True. So I love you, Minnesota, and I love most Minnesotans, Mm -hmm. but I'm just, those are my experiences here. So I think you'll be fine. I think you're right because I also noticed in LA, literally no one cares about anyone else. Like, no one cares about what everyone else looks like, what they're doing. Yeah, I I think it's like good vibes, and no one stares at you when you walk into a restaurant. Like, no one cares. Like, it's just doing your own thing, and everyone does their own thing, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it helps to know somebody out there, too. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. And it's a, California is a much different lifestyle all the way around. Yeah, I'm excited, though. I'm really excited for the weather and like the lack of seasonal depression <laughs> and uh, just the beach and also just the lifestyle and the opportunity that will be there for me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So we know you love music. Yes. Um, tell me about your favorite Tommy sport outside of volleyball. My favorite Tommy sport. Yeah. Outside of volleyball. I would say the women's basketball team and the men's basketball team. Yeah. Um, I think they are studs and they, 
I mean, I think I think my team is a, our suds too, but the the women's basketball team specifically, they grind and they're so fun to watch. Um, and I know a lot of those girls too, and love watching them killing it out there. Uh. Um, yeah, I think I think basketball is definitely one of the teams that will be upsetting a lot of a lot of teams in the near future and growing pretty quickly. You were a basketball player yourself, right? I was a basketball player. Over a thousand points. Yes. Yes. Uh, what position did you play? Forward? I was a forward, and sometimes I did point guard. Sometimes I was a shooting guard yeah. because I, I, I was really short when I grew up, and so I started as a point guard, and then I just sprouted in ninth grade, Okay. and that led me to be more of a forward post yeah. player. Did you ever think about pursuing volleyball, po or I'm sorry, basketball post high school? Basketball was actually what I initially wanted to play in college. That's okay. what I always, that was my it was my sport because that's that's the game that my, my mom grew up playing and played in college, and she was my coach when I was growing up, and she did all the youth basketball camps and coached my traveling teams as well as all my siblings. And I loved basketball. Like I, I, I was in that gym since kindergarten, and I think growing up in high school, I – just really knew the game and I, I played AAU ball for ever since fifth grade up until junior junior spring and so I really got better at basketball and I loved the game and I just feel like my IQ for basketball was was really great and I just saw myself to be able to be a, a great college basketball player um, and so that's what I always wanted to do mm -hmm. and then Junior year of high school, I had an opportunity to play club volleyball. So I was kind of late to the club volleyball game. You, you and Ellie Dahmer. Yes, right? I know, right? Yeah. And so um, because I was playing at EU ball and I didn't want to play – when that opportunity presented itself to play on a club team because they, they needed an extra player, I had to choose between um, playing club – and getting some new skills and then staying with my J.O. volleyball team and keeping or keep building on what we have built as a program and keep my leadership and stay involved with um, Benson Volleyball. And I picked staying involved in Benson Volleyball and I, I don't regret it. Um, I think there is value in that. Um, however, there is also value in like the years of club that I technically missed, but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't change it. Um, so yeah, I was late to the club volleyball game. And then I realized though, like the potential I have in volleyball and what I don't know about the game quite yet. Whereas basketball, I don't know. I think I, I started to reach my ceiling. Um, I don't know. I just learned so much. I learned so much about the game. I, I may have reached my ceiling, whereas in volleyball, I, I have so much more room to grow. Sure. And so that's why I ended up choosing to try and play volleyball over basketball. And so then that's where I was a little bit later to the recruiting game. And so, um, yeah, that's where we were just reaching out to schools myself. And some people, a lot of teams didn't have room on their roster. Um, some did. And, yeah, that that's what led me to St. Thomas. And so, yeah, I, I did. I, I also wanted to play basketball here if that was an opportunity. And um, it was an opportunity, but they didn't have a JV team during COVID. Right. And so, and Coach Sin, yeah, their roster was a little bit full um, as is and I think it would have been fun I think I would have done a great job or at least learned a lot and had a had a good time 
Um, but yeah, it just didn't work out and I had to let that part of me go. Um, so I definitely wonder what it would be like to, to have chosen chosen basketball over volleyball and I do because I that I love basketball and I love volleyball as well right and but yeah that's like what I totally envisioned myself doing and then I and then I switched and then I tried to do both and then it didn't work out and that's okay because I'm really really happy of my accomplishments and my and my experience with volleyball yeah and so yeah but yeah it was I love playing basketball especially at Benson we were kind of not a great program when I was seventh or eighth grade and then it was fun to help build it back up to a winning team yeah so so you're just building paths building the groundwork everywhere you go I am yes (laughs) a little bit yep (laughs) uh favorite place on campus oh my gosh that's a hard one I have can I have a couple yeah okay I feel like my number one is the this my my number one is probably the arc yeah um spent a lot of good time in here a lot of good memories in this building um love Shonaker arena um number two has got to be brady educational center over on south campus which is where the music building is the producing rooms um yeah it's our kind of isolated corner it's a pretty old building but it's got a lot of the music stuff over there. And I've also spent a lot of my time at St. Thomas there. Yeah. Um, but if I'm just going to study, I would say the library, Harry Potter room on the second floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good spot. The only other person I call it the Harry Potter room is Lauren Galvin. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And I've, and I was like, is that a real place or is that just what you call it? She's like, Oh, oh it's a real place. It is a real place. I think it's known by, as that by by more people than just me and Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You got, have you been in there? I have not. Where it, is it? It's I know it's in the library. It's in the library on the second floor. Okay. You should walk up the stairs and you I guess you have to like go through like the books and stuff, but you walk in and then there's like these big windows and it it's yeah. Harry Potter for sure. Do I have to know like the password to get in? Like no. is there some portrait <laughs> that I'm gonna have to step through? No. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> what would be your Harry Potter um what school would you be in Harry Potter? Gryffindor, Slytherin? Probably Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah. I'm a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> good to, not a Slytherin? I don't think so. All right. Well, we'll see if that honesty <laughs> okay. and, and great person thing holds true. Uh, as you wrap up your career here at St. Thomas, uh, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered? I definitely want to be remembered by my attitude and my work ethic. Um, I think it was really cool that I was able to come from such a small town and not really have that much club experience and then come in as a walk-on and be a starter and a big part of the program for the past um, four years. And so, um, and it was just because of my ability to work hard, get in the weight room whenever and, and work hard over the summer. I would drive two hour, two and a half hours for Sunday open gyms and then stay overnight for Monday lifts. And then after freshman summer, my after the summer, after my freshman year, I lived on campus over the summer so I could work out and stay in shape. And so my work ethic is definitely one thing that got me to where I am. And I, I hope that left a mark on some other girls. And then, um, just my positivity and um, my my ability to support just 
my ability to take in younger teammates and support them and help them um, with their journey and figure things out as well. Those are great. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. And I look forward to hearing more uh, Claire Ricard music in the future. Absolutely. Right? Keep an eye out. I think I my name is going to be Claire Eileen when I release music. Okay. It's my middle name. All right. Claire Eileen. Great. Appreciate your time. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Best of thanks luck. for having me. I'm on a plane in Tulsa, Oklahoma Thinking about the last four Feels like I've sprinted a marathon After this college thing is done I'm hesitant for the next path That I'm gonna go on I have a dream to be an artist in California Keep hearing doubts from people How are you gonna make money? I'll get a job not in a cubicle And make music on the beach And I'll be so happy, honey doesn't buy our happiness In school I was told to dream big and shoot for the stars No you think that I'll fail, be broken 